Welcome to the Really Charlie Podcast. This podcast invites guests that are educational and inspirational. Where they try to really get their story out there. Whether they're an author, a singer, dancer, entertainer, community activist, whatever I may be. I just want them to really get their story out there. So please continue to support and listen to the Really Charlie podcast here on Anchor. God bless and have a great day. Thank you. Hey, welcome to the Really Charlie podcast. A subject is it is it's it's Cornell West Cornell West he needs no introduction he needs no sign fair the dude will walk into a room and he will be highly highly recognized by most Americans, most people in this world, period. So, this iconic person was just a little bit too radical for Harvard, I guess. Maybe speaking the truth is not what Harvard wants. Maybe being so-called quote-unquote taboo is not what Harvard wants. But he was hired twice he was hired twice once he was tenure and now he got a position for five years non-tenure he's been there four years now amazing thing is that you know this is no stupid man and some people are so arrogant and and you know, full of themselves that regardless of the intellect of the person, regardless of where he's been, Princeton, Yale, Harvard, you know, regardless of where he's been, you know, those are supposedly top notch and they are top notch institutions. And he was hired, hired by these institutions. So the second stint at Harvard, it gets non-tenure. But during these past four years, they probably didn't have any problem making it known that Carnell West is part of their staff whether it be speaking to intellects, speaking to, you know, communities across the world, across the country, know that this iconic black man is in the institution. Now, to me, it's just kind of crazy that 
you know, he, he's, he's a humanitarian and his philosophies are to keep things humane, regardless of the situation or who the people are. He tends to, you know, he'll always fight the fight, especially when things don't look right, you know, especially when things, uh, you know, where someone's oppressing another type of culture or another per, um, form of people. It saddens me because I was doing a, a, another podcast and um, I was unaware of what was going on. I, I wasn't paying attention. And one of the listeners had brought it to my attention of what happened to him. And it was really, I mean, it was jaw drop, uh, jaw dropping in that I was just, I couldn't believe it. Him? Why him? Well, why him is just simply because of what he talks. He walks the walk, talks the talk. And when he felt that there was some kind of disrespect and not being tenure, um, something kind of hit him. And, uh, and it was a, he felt disrespected, rightfully so. Rightfully so. Um, the president decided that he didn't want to, the president of the institution at Harvard, um, I don't have his name right now, um, shame on me, but, um, you know, just didn't want to give him tenure, which just means that he would be, you know, with the institution, with Harvard, without any kind of, you know, probably um, layoffs or he would just maintain his position at the university. Um, so, you know, Cornell West is on quite a few podcasts and getting interviewed all over the country. And he firmly believes that it's could be just his, um, stance on, you know, Israel and, and, and with Palestine and the, the atrocities that are going off, going on over there, and that he just thinks that Palestine is getting treated, you know, wrongfully, and and that's so that's supposedly the taboo subject. But everyone knows, everyone knows that things are going on in that country, and. He's just kind of taking a stand on it. But Harvard doesn't want him to wear that crest, that crest or that crimson shield, whatever they may call it. You know, it just it saddens me that all that he's been through, all that he's fought for, um, all that he's obtained and achieved, as far as his education, his community service, everything. 
that Harvard thinks that it just isn't good enough. It's not good enough. Cornell West was not good enough to have a permanent spot at Harvard University. Being a man from Massachusetts, it kind of saddens me that um, an institution from my state, home state, would uh would do this and and now I can't I can't just I gotta blame it just on the top guy there and um because the faculty had definitely um highly recommended that he get tenure at the school and uh just one person decided against it so I don't want to put all the blame on Harvard I just want to put the blame on the president of the university. And um, let me get his name here before I, as I continue with this conversation. Um, But uh, he's just not good enough. And that's a shame because he is. He could probably go to most countries in this world and get the VIP treatment. Like if he was a government official of this country or any other country. So it's pretty, um, it's pretty sad that once again, this country's kind of, not this country, this man, Harvard president is, is just letting this guy go by the wayside. And he's going to go on, he's going to go back to New York, back to his previous job, the Union uh, Cemetery, cemetery, uh, cemetery um, School there in New York. Um, and he'll be at home, he'll be comfortable. But why did it have to go that way? Why does this man have to leave somewhere? that he's admired, that he's looked upon, you know, from the student students to the faculty, everybody, you know, they dig the dude. And um, this one man, I guarantee you the next person they hire in that, uh, in that, um, in that department is probably going to have tenure in a short period of time with very less, I mean, much less credentials than him. So it's, it's crazy. Um, it's crazy what, what, you know, I want to get upset, but you know, Cornell West isn't upset. So why should I get upset about this? You know, um, it just disappoints me though. It really does. So. Please continue to watch and uh, the news, watch, you know, and listen to the different podcasts that are out there. Um, Cornell West is on the Tightrope, which is on Spotify. And there's also quite a few videos already on YouTube. Um, basically, just um, where he's speaking out, 
you know, not speaking up and just telling his story. And um, it's a shame. It's a shame that um, that we're we're um, you know, seeing this happen to one of uh, one of the great philosophers in this country. So, the president of Harvard is Lawrence Bacow. I believe I'm pronouncing that right. Bacow. B-A-C-O-W, B-A-C-O-W. So President Bacow, you got a thumbs down. In fact, you got two thumbs down. And I don't know what your personal uh, vendetta is against Cornell West, but I hope you feel the wrath of the educational community within Harvard and outside Harvard University. And I hope they let you know what type of man, what type of person you are, and what type of character you have. So good luck with your decision. And I hope you're really, really not making any more decisions for Harvard in the near future. Hopefully uh, they ask you to step down. Unbelievable. Totally unbelievable. Uh, what, do, what do we, um, let's see, what do we know about this guy? We're going to look up a few things here on Mr. Lawrence Bacow. His biography says, he was of Hauser leadership and residence at Harvard Kennedy School of Government Center for Public Leadership and served as a member of the Harvard Corporation, the university's principal governing board. One of the most widely experienced leaders in America, higher education known for his commitment to expanding student opportunity catalyzing academic innovation and encouraging universities, civic engagement and service to society. Kyle is the former president of Tufts University and past chancellor and chair of the faculty at the Massachusetts Institute of Technology. Impressive. As president of Tufts from 2001 to 2011, Bacow advanced the university's commitment to excellence in teaching, research, public service, and foster collaborations across the university's eight schools. Under his leadership, Tufts pursued initiatives to enhance the undergraduate experience, deepen graduate and professional education in the research and critical fields, broaden international engagement and promote active citizenships among members of the university community. While at Tufts, Bacall emerged as a nationally recognized champion of expanding access to higher education through need-based student aid while also advocating vigorously for the federal support of university-based research. 
a work to engender novel connections across academic disciplines and among Tufts wide array of schools and help craft a new partnership between the university and its principal teaching hospital, Tufts Medical Center. Bagal convened an international conference of higher educational leaders in 2005 to initiate the Taylor's, I'm sorry, Taylor's Network, a global association of college and universities committed to strengthening the civic roles and social responsibilities of higher education. He launched Tufts Office of Institutional Diversity. Oh, that's, that's amazing. <laughs> and highlighted inclusive as a cornerstone of the university's excellence. He also strengthened relationships between Tufts and its host communities and expanded outreach to alumni, parents, and friends while guiding Tufts through global financial crisis 2008-2009 and its aftermath. He thought to fruition the most ambitious fundraising campaign in the university's history. Before his time at Tufts, Vakal spent 24 years in the faculty of the Massachusetts Institute of Technology, where he held the Lee and Geraldine Martin professorship, professorship sorry, of environmental studies. He served as the elected chair of the faculty in 1995 to 1997, and there was chancellor from 1998 2001, one of the Institute's most senior academic officers. As Chancellor, he guided the Institute efforts in undergraduate education, graduate education research initiatives, international and industrial partnerships, and strategic planning while playing an inter integral role in reviewing faculty appointments and across, oh, sorry, academic, reviewing faculty appointments and promotions across MIT. Early in his career, he held visiting professorships at universities in Israel, Italy, Chile, and the Netherlands. I repeat, professorships at universities in Israel, Italy, Chile, and Netherlands. With academic interests that range across environmental policies, bargaining and negotiation, economics, law, and public policy, Bacal emerged as a widely recognized expert on non-adjudicatory approaches to the resolution of environmental disputes. He was co-director at MIT's um, environmental challenges and played a role in launching and leading both MIT's Center for Environmental Initiatives and the MIT Center for Real Estate. Excuse me. He was also associated with a program on negotiation at Harvard Law School. He is the author and co-author of four books and numerous 
scholar, scholar, scholarly, sorry, articles on topics related to environmental policy, economics, land use law, negotiations, occupation, health, and safety. At Tufts, he held faculty appointments in five academic departments, urban environmental policy, economics, civil and environmental engineering, public health, and the Fletcher School of Law and Diplomacy. In recent years, he has turned his scholarly focus to higher education and leadership from 2011 to 2014. He served as president in residence in the higher education program at Harvard's Graduate School of Education. Since, 19, since uh, 2014, he has served as Hauser Leader in Residence at the Harvard Kennedy School of Government Center for Public Leadership. He has devoted his time to advising many new and aspiring higher education leaders, mentoring students interested in careers in education, teaching, and executive education programs, and writing and speaking on sailing topics in higher education, innovations in learning, academic freedom, and the economics of universities, the impact of digital technologies, te technologies and university governments of leadership, among others. Pakal is a senior advisor to Ithaca SNR, a nonprofit organization devoted to innovation, innovation in higher education and was one of the authors of its major 2012 study of online learning in the U.S. higher education. He has recently served as a member of American Academic Academy, sorry, American Academy of Arts and Sciences Lincoln Project on the preserving and strengthening the nation's public research universities from 2014 to 2016 as well as the White House Board of Advisor on Historically Black Colleges and Universities from 2010 to 2015. Hmm. In 2017, he was Clark Kerr Lecturer at the University of California, Berkeley, a Fellow of the American Academy of Arts and Sciences, Sciences has received seven honorary degrees. While President Tufts Bacall served as a chair counsel of the President's Association of Governing Boards and University, chair of executive committee of the Association of Independent Colleges, Universities in Massachusetts, a member of the executive committee of the American Council of Education's Board of Directors. Since 2011, Bacall has served as member of a Harvard Corporation, the university's principal governing board. He chairs Corporation's Finance Committee and his past chair of both the Corporation's Committee on Facilities and Capital Planning 
and the governing board's joint committee on inspection. Kyle was raised in Pontiac, Michigan by parents who were both immigrants and whom he saw embodiments of the American dream. Interested in math and science from an early age, he attended the college at MIT where he received his SB in economics and a member of the Phi Beta Kappa. He went on to earn three degrees from Harvard, a JD from Harvard Law School, a MPP from the Harvard Kennedy School of Government, and a PhD in public policy from the Graduate School of Arts and Sciences. Bacal was an avid runner, sailor, and skier. He launched the President's Marathon Challenge at Tufts to raise funds in support of health and nutrition research, and he has completed five marathons. He was a member of the Bossy Sailing Team at MIT and Sailing Pavilion at Tufts. Is named for him and his wife, Adele Fleet. Bacow, an urban planner, a graduate of Wells, Wellesley College in MIT. He met Adele on his first day of orientation at Harvard Law School. In 2012, Tufts recognized her with the Hosea Balao Medal, an honor bestowed to only 17 time since 1939 for exceptional service to the university. The Bacows have two sons. Hmm. So, his credentials are high. His credentials are long. And I'm not going to disrespect him like he disrespected Cornell West. But I will say he definitely, definitely made a huge, huge mistake. And now the faculty and students of Harvard University now and in the future will not see or be or, or receive the tutelage from Cornell West like his students of the past. What a great piece of, what a great story that would have been that you could tell, you know, your kids that you were taught by the great Cornell West. But he's taken that away from faculty and students. So, Mr. Bacall, you made a mistake. And now you got to live with it. And you may live with it with a smile on your face because obviously you didn't like this man. But many people in your university did. Many people in this world does like Cornell West. He's an inspiration, a mentor to many. So thank you for giving Harvard a black eye. It's amazing that one man to do that to such a fine university. So that's my piece today.
Cornell West, if you ever listen to this, I'm just, I hope I did you some justice. I hope I did. God bless. Stay strong, brother. As I heard on the podcast, you probably got 49 to 50 colleges called you within the first hour. And you already landed something anyways, but you'll be all right. You'll always stay on your feet. And I appreciate all your work. God bless. Thank you.